What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. May 26th, 2023. It is the Go Home Show for Night of Champions. It is the Go Home Show for Double or Nothing. It is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about SmackDown and Rampage making its triumphant return to coverage on the Friday night Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn, joined by Alfred and NYC Demon TV Issa. We're all here to talk about some pre-taped wrestling. Doesn't get better than pre-taped wrestling, baby. Pre-taped, predetermined, and they want us to be able to bet on this. Uh, Here we are face-to-face. Uh, Alfred, before we dive into the results and talk a little bit about what's going on this weekend, what's going on in the news? Plenty is going on in the news, Glenn. As always, we're at the end of a very busy news week, not the least of which is Mr. Cousin Phil and the latest on CM Punk. Of course, they announced the United Center. He's all but confirmed for coming back. But there are legal issues that are at play. NDAs have been signed Tony Khan knows that CM Punk is inevitably going to flame out. And when he does, not if, when he flames back out of this company, Tony Khan does not want a CM Punk bashes AEW tour. So it is being reported that CM Punk and the Elite have all signed non-disclosure agreements, non-disparagement clauses, where they are not to speak ill of one another after or if anything and when anything happens. So you're not going to be hearing a lot about this disclosure about this feud or whatever but what we will be getting is cm punk coming to the united center but this is the latest legal update do we still care do we have anything to add isa okay hear me out this non Uh this nda is it for if and when they leave they cannot legally talk about that okay so what so what if they do it while they're still there at a scrum per se no, I don't think it would apply. I don't think that's, no. If they sign an NDA, then that's, you cannot say anything, period, from this point forward. I don't know why he would sign something like that where CM Punk could say whatever he wants while he's with AEW. That's almost defeats the purpose. So I don't think we're going to be hearing him meltdown at another AEW job fair. I don't think he's going to go on a Cabana podcast and meltdown. I don't think we're going to get a CM Punk tirade anywhere. But he's very volatile, so you never know how he could go around that. Maybe he'll use IG stories for it. Do you think to test his metal and his will, Nick Hausman gets the first question at the media scrum? For he has Hawk. to. Is he even going? Oh, wait. Double or nothing. He's not going to be there. So, yeah, he'll probably be at the other scrum. At the United Center. I mean, oh, yeah. does CM Punk show up Sunday night? Does he come out at the end to tease it, or do they wait and hold him until the United Center? It's a good question. I think they wait till the United Center. I think it's going to be a carbon copy. I think everything about the CM Punk run is so going to be a carbon have, copy ooh, of last time. Yeah. Everything. Wait. The fact that it's the worst kept secret, mm-hmm. everything, it feels so deja vu as the last CM Punk return. It's weird for me. Right down to how he leaves this company in a blaze of glory. Except it's going to be an NDA, so maybe it'll be an NDA wait, version of Meltdown. Do you think he enters to John Bon Jovi's blaze of glory from the Young Guns 2 soundtrack? He might. John Bon Jovi's a Jersey guy, isn't he? Yeah, but still, what a way to do it. <laughs> you know, let's just let's just call it out there. Well, see, AEW needs a spark, man. They they they're desperate, so they need something. They're doing very well overseas, so that's their saving grace right now. But it is a band aid because domestic ticket sales have not been good. Double or nothing is not really selling right now. They're now offering. off ticket sales at a discounted rate. It's not very pretty. Collision ticket sales, obviously, were not good at all uh, before they announced CM Punk for the United Center. So at least initially, that's going to be good. But they need a spark. And I guess Tony Khan sees CM Punk as that spark right now. You want to know something here in Vegas? um, There are a lot of local sites for tickets and deals and freebies. And it's out there if you want to be a seat filler for Double or Nothing. Are you doing it? No, I'm not doing it. Come on, uh, Glenn, 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 
let me ask you something. You yeah. order some DoorDash and Uber Eats, right? Yeah. Have any free tickets been offered to you with the purchase of a vegan <laughs> burger? I thought I saw Brian Pillman Jr. at Prim. We pulled off uh, to get gas on our way to L.A. and back the other night. Thought I saw Brian Pillman Jr. It was just another dude with a very similar haircut. But I thought you, didn't, you didn't answer my question, though. With your purchase of no. your Uber Eats deliver, has there any free tickets been offered to you? No, no. Um, okay. But no, look, if, they, if they're offering seat filler seats, that's not good. And we were commenting this off the air. What this kind is of total. I mean, your seat filler. So you, they're like, go over here. It's empty. Go over here. It's empty. It's, you're basically filling in the shots. Well, sometimes you don't even move from the first spot they put you. And sometimes they'll have you be all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. I've done some secret seat filling in the past. I have Did some they move history. you around? No, the, the event that I got to do it at, I got to stay at the same spot. Great seats, mm. too. So we were talking about this off the air. Anecdotally, we know a lot of people in wrestling media. A lot. It's shocking. I can name three times as many people who normally go to AEW and WWE events who skipped Double or Nothing this week. Glenn, just at me. You're just mad at me because I'm not coming to Vegas. And, no, but and you're not there. A lot of people we know are not here this week, and they were here last year. They were here the year before. I mean, you couldn't keep them away. They're at all the WWE events. I think that it is very interesting that there's just not as much hype for Because this, this card week. is ass. Let's like mm-hmm. keep it real. I'll say it. This card is ass. It's the least exciting double or nothing card since double or nothing creation. I'm not saying I'm not excited for everything. There are a couple of things. I think the Elite and um, Blackpool Combat Club in the Anarchy in the Arena, I think that match is going to slap. I kind of I was looking forward to Jericho and Adam Cole, and they decided to add something to it just because, and that kind of killed it for me. But, yeah, it's not... It's not an exciting card. Sorry, not sorry. I said what I said. No, no, of course. There's nothing controversial about that. We all know this card sucks. It's horrible. I have a piece called AEW's Trash right now, and it's going off because people agree that this product's ice cold. This pillar storyline sucks. This is a horrible way to promote them. They should be a stable. The way they're acting, they're all acting like heels. The, the pillar's gimmick is Tony Khan handpicked me to be a star. Who gives a shit? Like, why are we talking about that? That's a horrible storyline, and nobody's interested. And the only match I'm interested in on Double or Nothing is the Orange Cassidy match because the AEW International title has been the most interesting title that they've booked this whole that, entire cycle. That is, that is actually valid. I will say, do you remember when we first had the visual of the four pillars in the ring? I didn't like the segment myself. But they were going at it, trying to one-up each other and, and like personally offend each other, and I love that. Then somehow they turned it into, we're going to be buddy buddies, so or we're going to pair mm. Jungle Boy with Darby, and then Sammy and MJF are going to be BFFs. That's where they lost me with it. I did think they had something in their hands when they first pitched it to us, and it went in a complete horrible direction where you're just proving why one of these pillars is better than the other three combined. Like, it's, it's being sad, and uh, it's a holiday weekend, Vegas. It's just an expensive weekend to travel. So if you're not offering something True. that's like worth the money to go, why go to this one when you might have been there last year or, you know, you'll be there next year? I know more people in town this weekend for punk rock bowling in downtown <laughs> Vegas. The punk rock yeah. three-day oh festival. I know more people in town because it's like 100 punk bands playing this weekend. I know more people here for that this weekend than AEW. Kind of crazy. That sounds, that sounds actually more fun than Double or Nothing. And shame on AEW because this is their de facto WrestleMania. Like, this is their first event. Yeah. This is the anniversary of AEW. They don't really have that event that they do every year that's like being built like a WrestleMania. So Double or Nothing is essentially the WrestleMania. And, you know, last year, Double or Nothing weekend was a big thing because Huge. MJF walked out and there was Huge. a big news biggest story. story. One of the big, yeah, one of the biggest, to that point, the biggest news story of the year. Uh, yeah, and- considering last summer, that's that's still being in the top three stories of last year. That's when we had CM Punk and Hangman Page. That was last double or nothing, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that card just felt better. The first anarchy in the arena match. Like there was a, there was some stuff in I just remember more excitement. The way so, that I look at it is yeah. like I can go to Vegas for this, or I love Vegas personally. I'd rather just go for something non-wrestling related. Have a have a blast on a weekend, you know. But they pick they pick this holiday weekends. I get why you do it because day off wise is great. But traveling wise for your fan base, oh, yeah. they got they gotta start picking and choosing, especially when you want them to get there from like Tuesday if you want them to enjoy the entire weekend of events, right? Like it's just it's a lot to ask for them. Vegas is expensive this weekend. It really is. Mm, I had the same true. criticism towards uh, 
towards WWE when they did SummerSlam there, when the big boxing event was in town as well. That was an expensive mm -hmm. weekend to make it to Vegas. Yeah, no, Vegas, the prices, I remember before I lived here, I mean, the prices suck, especially around 4th of July, Memorial Day. It is a, a tough time to travel. I think uh, the question is, do we get any surprises? Does CM Punk show up to build interesting collision? Uh, does a new free agent, real one, Enzo, show up to help Big Bill? Do we get something? Oh, that would be amazing. Do we get something we're not expecting at Double or Nothing? Maybe we finally get, um, not finally, because as much as I don't like the gimmick, maybe we get Orange Cassidy to drop that title. I think they have protected him enough that if he's going to drop the title, this is a good protected way for him to drop it. Uh, there, there could be a lot of competitors in that match that he could drop it to. That would be probably the only surprise that I could see happening. I think that would be a letdown if just they've come this far, built up this much. This is like the best work AEW has done in their entire history in terms of building up not only Orange Cassidy, but this title as a viable main event entity. And to, for it all to end in a battle royal getting thrown over the top yeah. rope to me sounds a little deflated. It will be. It, it, I will give you that because I always give them. I, I sometimes I'm a little hard on AEW because they'll they'll build a great story leading up, like the chase, right? They did it with Hangman Page. Then they become champions, and you lose all all interest in these guys. Where with Orange Cassidy, I've actually felt the opposite way, where mm. I didn't care he became champion, and now you're just. I mean, sometimes it feels like you're just shoving him down our throats at the opening of every show. But my God, they're really doing a great job at how they're booking him. You, you're right about that, Alfred. I counted it on the poster for the the battle royal. Do we have? Do we have? A, we we don't have a Joker, do we? We have twenty one announced. Yeah, Orange yeah, Cassidy is the Joker. Yeah, which there, I mean, there goes like the big surprise. That's been part of why people tune in, right? They want to see who the surprise entrant is. It's usually a big deal. Um, yeah, I just feel like they they don't have it this time. Not on a level where. I mean, now, granted, NXT, which is going to be going head to head with it, that is free on Peacock. There's there's almost no way that that uh, that doesn't have a bigger number because it's free than AEW does paid. It's going to have more there's eyeballs. Subscribers. Yeah, it probably will have more eyeballs. And that's an interesting point you brought up, Glenn, because I do actually expect this card itself to be a good card. Like the wrestling matches, I think the crowd is going to be hot. And I think the show itself is going to be fine. The build mm -hmm. is what's the problem. And my, my concern and what I'm looking forward to and seeing is how is this buy rate going to be? Because AEW's buy rates have been pretty consistent throughout yeah. the board, even on some shows where we did see them as weaker shows. But I think this might be finally the time where the other shoe drops and the buy rate falls under, you know, 120,000. And MJF yeah. stole the weekend the last year. I tuned in to see if MJF was going to show up. And which is crazy that that was the most talked, MJF was the most talked about thing on a card where CM Punk was going against Adam Page. More people were curious, is MJF showing up or not? And that was for reasons outside of the storyline. That was MJF yeah. going in, maybe even Tony Khan, going into business for themselves. Yeah, so we'll see. I think I think they could use CM Punk showing up as a surprise. I think it'll build interest in collision, but we'll see what happens. Uh, what Man, I just having yeah. flashbacks of that first double or nothing and John Moxley so just good. walking down those stairs. It was such a gangster moment. I loved it so much. Freaking beating up Omega. Ah, so good. One of my greatest... favorite things I've been there for alive. No, it was, it was absolutely incredible energy. Mm -hmm. I think the greatest moment in AEW history and a double or nothing was that classic match between Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes where uh, there was a lot was of good. blood. And a lot of emotion in it. Just a classic, that was a great really night. But that was an amazing night. That's where a lot of people saw Orange Cassidy, MJF. That's where, uh, like, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Like, that was their coming out party. And it was phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, such a good night. What else is going on in the news? Well, not so excellent. My girl, Mercedes Monet. There was a match that she had against Willow Nightingale for New Japan Pro Wrestling right here in Long Beach, at resurgence, a lot of people looking forward to that match. Uh, good for Willow for winning. You know, she's got a very, very much needed spark in terms of how talented she is in winning a match. But that was not the planned finish. Looks like the original planned finish was for Mercedes Monet to win. But she did suffer an ankle injury. And uh, they had to change at the last minute. So it has been confirmed by way of uh, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, saying that Mercedes Monet was originally supposed to win that match. But Damn. due to the injury... Willow Nightingale is your new New Japan Strong Women's Champion. So it's really, really sad news. Uh, and get well soon, Mercedes Monet. Uh, but really kind of a blessing in disguise for Willow Nightingale because AEW really is very good at having gold and not knowing what to do with it. They have 
platinum with Willow Nightingale. And so this mm-hmm. has fallen into their lap. You saw that they showed footage on Dynamite. So at least initially, it looks like that they are ready to push her. And this could mm-hmm. be really, really good for Willow Nightingale. Even if it means she goes and drops the title to Mercedes Monday down the road, that's going to be yeah. a huge match. No, I mean, kind of like when uh, Triple H got suspended and Stone Cold got king of the ring. I mean, sometimes oh. it's about getting your right moment. And Willow, like, love Mercedes, but let's look at the silver lining of this. Willow needed a little spark, needed a little something. Needed a little something to to certify her, right? as championship material and i think this is going to be great for her career and mercedes momentary setback mercedes is made in the game of professional wrestling she's going to come back she's going to be a champ she can do whatever she wants mercedes monet is bigger than any title right now yeah uh i just want mercedes to get well soon i saw that spot and it just looked brutal and this kind of stuff happens so i also want to give them props and respect for for making the decision on the spot and changing the finish because there's nothing worse than putting the belt on mercedes and then have to relinquish it or have to go through this whole thing where you can create a moment for somebody else now my my biggest what's going to happen now is how AEW uh handles willow moving forward because there's nothing like booking her like a jobber on weekly television and she's winning championships on a different promotion let's turn things around yeah and really give her some momentum over here on aew that's right swerve show i compared willow to stone cold steve austin <laughs> it's a perfect comparison i love that analogy Glenn. you're absolutely right and it's weird because aew now finds itself and this is not what they planned but they are the rare promotion with three women's singles titles you don't see that every day so how are they going to build their women's division around three women's titles are they going to be able to do that it'll be interesting uh kelvin r alexander two dollars saying give ulisa leon all the belt that is all okay why not let ulisa leon win all three women's belts in AEW. AEW doesn't have a tag. No, no, they don't have a tag. Let's change. Yes. Uh, what else well, is- speaking of the tag team titles, well, we're going to get into uh, Roman Reigns, who uh, was posing with the belts uh, at some point in the show, maybe or maybe not, no spoilers, but it's looking more and more like, as was reported months ago by Russell Votes, Observer Newsletter is now hopping on the bandwagon and saying that the long-term plan is Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes get his lick back at WrestleMania 40. So that oh looks like it seems to be the working plan for Cody Rhodes no, to get his Where right are you getting your news from? Where the are you main event from? of WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia doesn't deserve it. Philadelphia really doesn't deserve anything. But if Cody Rhodes is going to win at WrestleMania, I'll take it. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. When Cody Rhodes wins at WrestleMania, I'll take it. When is, where are you getting your news from? Because I think like <laughs> at least wrestling. 20 different, uh, what is it, like, possible wrestlemania 40 main events they, they don't even have tomorrow planned out you really think they have wrestlemania 40 planned out they don't everybody needs to relax I think they do but hey he's think gonna he's gonna compete with a broken arm because you know the last time he was really compelling in telling a story was when he Very. wrestled when his little peck went pop so now we're just gonna fake make his little arm go pop so that the crowd is also cody rose cody rose again they want to make sure they don't throw robert duckies at him at the end of the show you no, no how dare them! How dare them manipulate this crowd to feel something? Shame on WWE. Cody Rhodes <laughs> has problems finishing. Yeah, because no, they had a night. moment, and sometimes he blames actually, on injury. Sometimes, and sometimes a, he's no. like, "It's not, it's not you, it's me." This never happens to me. You know, it's never happened to me before. But he just has. They had a moment that he's was legendary. Like what happened with Cody Rose in that Hell in a Cell match will never be duplicated, and they shouldn't be trying to storyline duplicate something similar to it i mean i think it's gonna my favorite part was when he came out today with his broken arm but like lifted it up in the air to do the whoa at the press conference beautiful work there he's a tough guy anyway anyways anyways they can't they should not try to recreate that moment that was one epic cody rose moment that should never try to be recreated storyline wise all wrestling is is a recreation. The bloodline is a recreation of the NWO. Roman Reigns' title reign is a recreation of Bruno San Martino, who they keep talking about, or Hulk Hogan, who lasts longer, whatever. They're all, all wrestling. What's old is new again. Everything you see in wrestling is recreated. Right. This is what you're talking about, storylines from years ago. <laughs> Cody Rhodes Except thing was a Cody few Rose. months ago. Right. Now, Cody okay. Rhodes' storyline, because he is one in a billion. He is a unicorn. What happened with him and his peck is a one in a billion type thing. So, of course, mm. WWE is going to see that oh, and try everybody, to recreate it Everybody pours their again. pecs and their quads. It happens all the time in wrestling. Not even in wrestling, just all around. Yeah, it's, it's quite normal. 
Hey, I like, I absolutely like what WWE's done. And WWE's been so successful doing this that now we're seeing all these copycats. Every every one of these shows that we're going to see this weekend has a storyline of somebody who's hurt going into the match, whether it's Cody Rhodes, which happened on Monday. He was the first person to do it. And then NXT plagiarized him with Libra Valkyria and her injury. And then AEW Rampage plagiarized them with Jamie Hayter and Hair Shoulder. It's now the cool thing to be hurt because Cody Rhodes is what's cool in WWE. It's the cool thing to be Everyone wants to be hurt. Everybody wants to be injured. I'm going to show up to the next podcast in an arm sling. Yeah. Out of support kids, for Cody Rhodes. Kids everywhere are showing up to graduation faking a limp because, you know, <laughs> professional wrestling, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? What else is well, going that on? is your news. And uh, go on to Pro Wrestling Bits because I promised you a big guest and we got him. Hulk Hogan came by Pro Wrestling Bits. Yes, what? not Hulk Hogan. We talked about everything. I pressed him on using the N-word like only I could. We talked about Cody Rhodes. We talked about Roman Reigns. We talked about everything. So go on to Pro Wrestling Bits for a fruitful conversation. Ew. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Somebody had to. Hulk Hogan on pro wrestling bits. He uh, he did not say it to me. Uh, I will I will confirm that. I listened uh, the other day. Enzo has a podcast now. Who does it? Does he? The Realist Champs podcast. It's actually kind of interesting. I mean, he puts himself over a lot, but his uh, NXT stories are actually pretty entertaining and insightful. It's, it's it, it was an enjoyable listen. I don't know that I'm going to make it through every episode, but I did enjoy his insights into the business. I think any story that Enzo has about anything is entertaining, and I am shocked that it's taken this long for somebody in a major wrestling promotion to just snatch him up. I mean, what happened with him was really kind of – it was his fault in terms of being immature and not oh, handling yeah. it the right way, but he did not – breach anything like he did not himself it seems once all the facts came out do anything wrong it was just how he handled it was poor but we've seen much worse and people oh, come yeah, back yeah. who are lesser stars than enzo mori usually the thing in wrestling is if you're a big enough star look what they're doing with cm punk after he upended the entire promotion like i would much rather have enzo mori's problems than cm punk's problems right now well look at yeah. Hogan coming back after all he's done yeah it's interesting man uh, so let's talk about some wrestling tonight. Pre-tape SmackDown. They taped this last week, but we open tonight with Austin Theory versus Sheamus for the United States Championship. Uh, Austin Theory retaining. Alfred, what'd you think of this match? It was a good opening match. I think Sheamus is somehow becoming a great, not good, a great babyface, which again, something that does not grow on trees. I don't know if it was this classic match he had with Gunther, but something's going on with Sheamus that he is just an incredible babyface. This is a crowd, mind you, that had already been there for like, what, two and a half hours? Oh, yeah. So no. they had this match, and they were hot, hot, hot for Sheamus. So I thought it was we, great. A very fun match for counting, because the finish, it was seven beats of the Baldron, and then a three count, and then before that, it was a 25 beats of the Baldron. So South Carolina knows how to count, which I never knew was true. Issa, are you here for the Seamusance that we're getting in this career at this point? Always. I'm a big fan of Seamus. I think he's great. I thought this match was a lot of fun. I do think that Seamus is scoring way too many L's. Uh, yes, he's becoming a lovely baby face. It's fun to, to cheer him on, but man, he's always losing. Yeah. I like uh, the Brawling Brutes and those soccer jerseys they were wearing. I didn't I thought they were, those those were the Burrow jerseys, right? They're like charity, something with charity. I think. I don't. I don't know, but I mean, I like the style and the, I don't cool. know. The I like them, yeah. yeah, they. I like the idea if they try and start dressing them like soccer. I mean, it's an interesting twist to have them be like part of a soccer club or a football club. Part of me. They should be hooligans. Soccer <laughs> hooligans, yes. Yeah, man. I love that. Yeah, um, but this was good. Uh, good opening to the show. We went from this. So the bloodline once again, man. Bloodline stole Wait, the did show. Wait, did Pretty Deadly interfere? Oh yeah, Pretty Deadly did interfere at the How end. How dare you leave Pretty Deadly? Sorry, out. sorry. It was. It's been a long night of pre-taped wrestling, Isa. <laughs> like these Shame were two shows back to back, where all the most of the best match stuff we heard about ahead of time. But yes, Pretty you Deadly interfered. You can sit with us. I love Pretty Deadly. I love Pretty Deadly too. I love them enough to remember their spot here. Glenn. It's been a long night. So. <laughs> it's been a long two nights we were up doing our other podcast last night till until like oh my god i was up until like 4 something a.m yeah it was crazy and i'm um, like dying i should add that i should add that i'm dying dying and i think i caught the flu twice in the same month who does that me yep that you do so pretty yeah. deadly interfere continuing their feud with the brawn brutes uh bloodline backstage we're oh there this was talking. so hot Yes, talking about celebrating Roman's thousand-day celebration next week as champion. 
and uh, Jimmy and Jay are frustrated with him. Chief Jimmy. Yes. The cell oh man tonight. We'll talk about that main event. Chief Jimmy. Great. We got to be celebrating Chief Jimmy. That's what we're celebrating next week. A hell of a promo tonight. Hell of a segment. Uh, Raquel, her mystery partner is Shotzi and they took on damage control and won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're building the storyline between Bailey and EO. They're taking their time. So you saw this coming. It was Raquel and EO's first tag team match together. So you knew they were going to win, especially because Bailey and EO are having problems. So I think this Bailey EO storyline should be good. And I really hope they elevate EO as a baby face. I think that there's a lot of promise there. So do you think they're going to break up the, um, the the damage control and then when Dakota comes back she's just gonna have to find her way into the division right because Pretty that's much, what yeah. they're teasing okay that's what I thought yeah this was a fun match overall uh happy for Raquel and yeah and nice. Shotzi but I was more invested into what's going on with Ian Bailey here yeah uh Cameron Grimes took on Ashanti the Adonis with Top Dollar and B Fab and hit Rose uh Losing streak continues with Grimes getting the win. Who does Michael Cole hate more, Top Dollar or Dominic Mysterio? Oh my God, that's a, actually a great question. I am going to say Top Dollar. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. I feel like he just dislikes Top Dollar for no reason whatsoever. With Dominic, right. he's disgusted by Dominic behaviors toward Ray Mysterio. He has this respect for Ray, right? With Top Dollar, he's just ridiculous him for no reason whatsoever, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, though. But I'm yeah. gonna say Top Dollar. I agree. I think top I agree Dollar is legit dislike. Where with Dominic, I think. I think if we ever get the Dominic Mysterio come home baby face turn, like I think uh, Michael Cole would join in the embrace after he hugs Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Michael Cole will get in the ring and hug him too. Like I knew you would find your way, kid. <laughs> what do you think that Dominic promo will be like? They they corrupted me. They made me smoke cigarettes and steal stuff. Like I was a good boy from a good home, but these you know, this Judgment Day group like turned me bad. It's all the other fault. day, the other day I was driving here in the island and I drove by this spot, and for some reason I was like, oh, I remember smoking my first cigarette right there when I was in middle school, and I was like, why, why are these the memories? Like you know, I should be getting better memories. You know, I'm like going down my childhood like streets and all that, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I smoked my first cigarette there. Do you think they're going to see that with Dominic Mysterio taking back to prison? Dominic Mysterio with a cigarette would look badass. It would. What if it turns out Dominic's been undercover the whole time and they flipped him when he was in the joint and now oh. he's going to, you know, turn state's evidence against Judgment Day. He's a narc now? No. Donnie Brasco style. No, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Dommy Brasco. Uh, Jane Young, thank you for the $2 super chat. It's a uh, quiet super chat. Yes, just uh, nothing. Here's some money. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank What's you. Wrong with that? Uh, so they're big on Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Are they? Supposedly. I mean, I keep seeing all these stories coming out saying behind the scenes that they think he's going to be a uh, top guy. That's they say they... that about LA Knight? He is going to be a top guy. I think that's inevitable. Do you hear the reaction he got again tonight? I think I'm more excited about LA Knight than I ever was about Cameron Grimes. And at one point, uh, I agreed. Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes with the to the moon and the stocks and the money that was that was more entertaining than LA Knight. LA Knight hasn't had a storyline. I haven't been yeah. into anything he's done since the million dollar man stuff. Yeah, and, and they took that away for no reason because that was a good, fully fleshed out character. But this Cameron Grimes feels like an AEW wrestler in WWE where they don't have anything for him, they don't tell you anything about him. His gimmick is just like, oh, he could run. It's kind of like that guy, Kyle Fletcher, that everybody's nutting themselves over. It's like, I don't know or care who the, exactly, I don't know or it's care who this guy is. He's this guy that just debuted this past week against Orange Cassidy. He's the thing that lost to Orange Cassidy this week. And it's just nothing. It's just some random guy <laughs> who came by from audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Did you just say the thing that lost to Orange Cassidy? Yeah, it's just something that lost. I don't care. I don't know who he is. Being a good wrestler doesn't cut it for me. Tell me stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't make me laugh. I can't freaking breathe. I can't be laughing. Okay, <laughs> chill, chill. Kelvin R. Alexander, $10 Super Chat, saying, I popped when Michael Cole said they had on Mr. Wrestling 2 Mask. <laughs> I was, was hoping funny. Ashanti would have hit Grimes with a million-dollar knee lift to screw with Cole. <laughs> oh, that yeah. would have been cool. Nice this sucks, soldier. man, because Hit Row was one of the first uh, the first talents that Triple H brought back. And I just feel like they've been 
punished. I'm sure they're getting paid well, but this has not gone great for them. They're getting paid well enough for top dollar to keep putting out these bangers every week. I mean, the production no, value is there. No, he's putting they, out. They, they should play these things on TV or something. Like, yeah. I listen to them. They're not yeah. bad. No, they're like, and he's putting yeah, a lot of production value into his music videos. He actually like made one with a bad bunny beat, and I was like, "Yo, this shit slaps!" Like, <laughs> yeah. But in the hierarchy, they're treating them below the Viking Raiders. Like, they're probably yeah. the worst booked uh, tag team. Oh no, uh, uh, Los Lotharios. Because well, they're not even non-existent well. anymore. Yeah, I don't and also, I also feel like Brie. She has like a she has a look. She has a special look. She's she's she looks different, right? She has mm-hmm. that it factor, and I also don't know why they're not using her more. I don't know. And, and maybe she doesn't have experience. I don't know. I'm speculating here, but like the only way to get experience is by giving it to her. So why not use her more? Like she's also somebody like that. I wouldn't mind seeing be more involved in the women's division. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think she had one solo match mm-hmm. on the main roster or just she was supposed to. And then there was some interference right. or yeah. something. Right. But there's so many factions now with, with the women mm-hmm. and, and the men like involved in a tag match. If you still want to keep her yeah. protected, you know, you still there's a couple of people out there that you can do it with. So Bianca Belair came out tonight looking fantastic and yeah. really tried to sell us on getting excited for her rematch with us. Yeah, but the crowd's piped in noises took me out of this segment completely. It was way over the top. Yeah. She's not fighting the same Oscar she did at WrestleMania six weeks <laughs> ago. Is. Yeah, they said they said the same thing on commentary too when they were showing the video package. And I'm like, it is the same Oscar. It's I the same Oscar. <laughs> It's literally the same. <laughs> that, that is the worst storyline because this is exactly the same rerun that we saw. And the, the storyline they're going with is this is not the same thing. Stop gaslighting me, WWE. Uh, I thought Bianca had the sweetest post today on her social media about, you know, did that on herself. Purpose? What? Sweetest. Sweetest. No, I didn't. Oh, look at me go. Uh, no, but she was talking about seeing herself in the side of buildings in Saudi Arabia and, you know, how it wasn't a brag. It was more of like she was humbled by it. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible how far Bianca Belair has come from when we first saw her. And I remember hearing about her. This girl getting XD slapping people with her brain. And I'm like, fine, I'll check her out. You know, but that's literally how I remember hearing about her. And now she's just up there. And I just, I, I just feel proud, okay? No, she's great. <laughs> I think she's one of the best. Um, but yeah, they're just trying to really sell us this this feud. Um, LA Knight took on Rick Boogs and got yeah. On. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every strike got a yeah. They're chanting LA Knight. They're chanting Glenn, his catchphrases. You right. didn't say yeah. 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 Street profits were on commentary. <laughs> street profits were hilarious on commentary. They got okay. it like I would watch a watch along with the street profits. Like talk. that's all I could think of is when they're on commentary. It's like uh, these guys are hilarious. I know this is unrelated, but I was gonna pitch uh, that you guys come onto one of my watch alongs and we just say yeah, like Ellen and I for like a solid fifteen minutes straight, just Let's the three it. of us saying yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna kill anyway, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. LA Knight's a recreation. You know, The Rock, Stone Cold, he's recreating it and it's working. He sounds yeah. just like The Rock sometimes, though. He does. He definitely yeah. does. I know. What is that, Glenn? Yeah. 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 Oh. The ventriloquist. <laughs> Glenn is doing mind tricks. Yeah, LA and I better win that Money in the Bank qualifier match next week. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Like him and Selena Vega better get that big W. I can't believe. We're, I mean, I'm excited that we're doing Money in the Bank qualifiers, but I can't believe we're already like doing that. Oh, I know. Like he better win Money in the Bank. Like I expect him to win that qualifier. He better it's win not that, that Money deep. in the Bank. He's going to Dominic Mysterio, please. No, no, I need now. LA Knight needs to have that. Yeah, I will riot yeah. if LA Knight doesn't win. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't mind Dominic though. I wouldn't mind Don- Dominic either. I think if, if it's Raw, okay, Dominic. If it's SmackDown, it could be LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I love the reaction for LA Knight. Did you see when they started the press conference today? Literally, Saudi Arabia just chanting LA Knight at Triple H. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're going to have to listen whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
So <laughs> give it to me one more time. Please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Three buttons for LA night. So um he won tonight. Three profits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh AJ Styles took on Karrion Cross tonight. Oh my god, he's here. Can you it's believe control, AJ got the win? Amazing it is. It is pretty amazing. Can you believe AJ got the win? No, who'd have thought? No, who would have wow, thought? It, you would think that he's going into like a very important match tomorrow. So I got a WWE fan council survey. I got one too. And it said on it, I kid you not, how do you think the match between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, how do you think it should end? What (laughs) you put, Glenn? I put, because and one it said, AJ wins the title, Seth wins the title, and then there was other. And for other, I I put somehow Cody Rhodes becomes world heavyweight champion. Oh, that's funny because I put other Roman Reigns wins it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I don't think WWE even knows how they should win this or how they should end this this match tomorrow. Well, Uh, hopefully they go by my survey and not yours. (laughs) How would Um, Roman win? What was he going to cash in money in the bank? What what is he going to do? Is he going to take out an advance on money in the bank? He say, acknowledge me, and whoever is about to win just hands him the title and bows down to him. That's how it should go. It's pretty much and what his character's become. Roman Reigns yeah. becomes the new the new antler queen. He walks um, out with five belts. <laughs> Roman, five belts. Oh, I love it. We'll see. Uh, this was good match, though, with AJ and Karrion, but yeah, I mean, you knew AJ was winning this. Yeah. His hair looked yeah. incredible. And I'm looking, I, I mean, I think Seth is going to win. We can do predictions if we want, but I think the match is going to be a freaking banger. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a great yeah. match for a bronze medal. It'll be a better match than that title ever deserved. So this was really interesting, this main event with the KO and the Kevin and Sammy show tonight. And the Usos coming out and them talking trash a little bit about mm-hmm. Roman. Mm-hmm. Chief Jimmy, say it with his chest. I like that they're doing something with Chief Jimmy because they've been skipping over him. They've been fronting on Chief Jimmy for a while now. Since he came back, when he came back as nobody's bitch, Jimmy, I love that version. Since mm-hmm. then, they went to Jay. They did something with Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. Solo obviously is getting focused on now. Roman Reigns is the centerpiece. And I feel like Jimmy's the one guy, even though he's much needed on the bloodline, he's the one guy that they haven't really developed in a while. But they're doing it yes. with Chief Jimmy now. You have to remember, nobody's bitch, Jimmy, came back just to save Jay Uso's ass. He didn't come back because he was was like all full behind Roman. He's never mm-hmm. been 100% behind Roman. He just wasn't going to like let Jey Uso. Jey Uso was going to get his ass beat, basically. That's the story that they told us. We haven't seen that. I also wouldn't mind them rerunning Roman versus Jay. Still, a thousand days later, yeah. is it midnight yet? Oh, almost. A thousand days later, Jey Uso versus Roman is probably one of the best stories they have told throughout his reign, like that feud. But Jimmy never got a chance to have that one-on-one. He saved Jay. Like, he's been such a big part of the story, but he's never really gone face-to-face against the tribal chief. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think nobody's bitch Jimmy sounds like the most juggalo championship wrestling wrestler name ever. <laughs> when is Gathering of the Juggalos? Isn't that the summer? Yes, it's July or August. <laughs> There you go. The other night, I had this weird urge to rewatch the SNL parody of the Gathering infomercial, and then I was just like, "Fuck it!" And I rewatched the 2012 or 2013, the entire like half hour Gathering of the Juggalos infomercial, promoting yeah. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were going to be there wrestling. Did they? They didn't show up, did they? No, I, I think they did. Justin Labar went one year. He's got some good stories about that. He was there oh, for the same. wrestling portion. Um, this main event promo though, this was great. And then when Roman came out, I was like, "Oh, oh shit." Like daddy's home, mm-hmm. um, but this idea—literally what I say every time it comes up. Every time. Every time. Every time. Um. So, this was very interesting with uh, <laughs> Kaya, with uh, the Usos standing tall and uh, them handing the tag team belts to no, Roman. not them. Oh. Chief Jimmy didn't yeah. back down, and that's what yeah. I love about Chief Jimmy tonight. He didn't back down from anything. Roman yeah. Reigns told Chief Jimmy to sit back down or to sit down. He said no. 
Chief Jimmy called himself the tribal chief. Chief Jimmy was told to give the belt back. He said, no. Every time it was Jay Uso being the pacifier and Chief Jimmy with the big cojones. I love Chief Jimmy. Yes. Uh, if uh, if Jay's the pacifier, does that make Jimmy the uh, chaperone? <laughs> chaperone. Did they make a chaperone too? <laughs> I don't think they made a chaperone. Did, did anyone wow. see the chaperone one? I feel like no. that's on the list of top three worst wrestling movies ever. <laughs> uh, no, look, this main event segment was great. Uh, Solo is. and Roman having the tag titles holding them. Like, I I mean, look, those those are going to interfere tomorrow. And, and Chief Jimmy will screw Roman Reigns out of those yes. titles, and it'll be beautiful. And I also like how strong they made Solo in, as they continue to build up the tension between him and Roman because Roman took that stunner, and out comes Solo while they're all brawling, and he just took out Kevin and Sammy by himself. So that kind of leads me to believe that because even though Solo and Roman are losing, I think a lot of people are going to assume that Solo's taking the pinfall. I think he's going to take the pinfall, but I would not be surprised if Roman takes the pinfall. Of course he's going to take the pinfall because As Roman has to, to depend on someone. If Roman loses, it's because there's got to be somebody else involved. If it was just up to him, he would, as a matter of fact, they should just let Roman by himself fight for the tag titles, and I guarantee you he will win them. <laughs> he held but we, did, we did see Roman in a very, very beautiful segment earlier on telling Jimmy, do something, do something. So I feel he just stayed quiet. I feel like the do something might come tomorrow at Night of Champions. Mm. You wanted me to do something? Here I am doing something, you know? So is he going to get the Sami Zayn spot where maybe he hits Roman Reigns in the back of the chair after Roman Pike? No, I hope that if they're going to do something. No, I, I feel like even if it goes down that way, it wouldn't be in the back. I feel like Jimmy is chief enough to do it face to face. Not like Sammy saying that pussy shit he pulled off. <laughs> I was about to say, so you're I'm calling sorry. him. <laughs> sorry I'm sorry. Just... I was going to ask if you were calling him a coward, but you went the other level. <laughs> Man, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to my friends and forget we're live on a That's podcast. Good. I apologize for that. <laughs> you don't yeah. get to apologize. Alonzo R499 is saying LA Knight is officially a star. Yeah. Yeah. The fans were even chanting, yeah, during his punches and kicks. This might oh, be a yeah. new trend for his matches. So during yeah. WrestleMania weekend, that was the thing. Like WrestleMania weekend will always tell you who's like the bubbling news. Like New Day was really over in 2015, so on and so forth. And LA Knight, just the Yaz were so over. I heard him everywhere I was that weekend in LA. He got such a huge pop here in Puerto Rico. It was incredible. It's awesome. I love it. So SmackDown for a pre-taped show. And a lot of vignettes tonight for the NXT talent that got called up. We saw Alba Fire and Alad Dawn. We yeah. saw Grayson Waller. So Good. Letting us know. Um, so no Grace on Waller. No Grace on Waller. Yeah. So let's talk about some rampage, shall we? Let's get this over with. Why? The ac- <laughs> the acclaimed <laughs> with Billy Gunn versus La Faction. I'm not I'm not gonna pronounce this right. La Faction Ingobernable. La Faction Ingobernable. You got Ingobernable. this. Yeah, this those, is... those Duolingo lessons paying off. God, please don't learn Spanish through them. Through Duolingo? I'm learning them. Spanish through uh, Duolingo and uh, MTV Latino. That's much more helpful than Duolingo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. See? <laughs> Can we spice this up, this Rampage review? Can we spice this up and have you do the whole review in Spanish? Sure. Uh, <laughs> AEW oh. Rampage es muy interesante. Uh, <laughs> AEW Rampage es muy elegante. Si. AEW Rampage es... Si. Muy... Wait, 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 everybody. It is officially midnight. Everybody in the chat, please throw your ones in the chat. It is now a thousand days of Roman Reigns as our undisputed Universal Champion. I don't know how you guys plan on celebrate. I have a whole ass list of things I'm going to do to celebrate. Let me know in the chat how you guys are celebrating this amazing milestone that the Tribal Chief has officially hit. I have my one up, but can you tell which one this is? Which one do you, which finger do you guys think? <laughs> Okay. Acknowledge him. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, yeah. acknowledge. Don't let her bully you into that. 
Please, I got a video of me bullying you into acknowledging. I've never acknowledged anything. I acknowledge oh, I got it. I got it on video, bro. <laughs> I got it on video. <laughs> I was not caught out I in 4K. Do. I do. In 8K, bro. 8K. So, the acclaimed on Papiculo. Papiculo, yeah. <laughs> Los aclamados y Papiculo ganaron la pelea. Y después que ganaron la pelea, se dirigieron a la casa de negro. <laughs> Yeah, House of Black, yeah. <laughs> se dieron a casa de los negros y les dijeron que se prepararan para ello. Sí, mí también. Gilipolis. Uh, so, they opened the show. I can't, I can't do this. Man, the acclaim has cooled off. They have. Yeah, it is and not their fault. On them. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Alfred. It's all on, on the booking and the creative. But my God, have they cooled off? Because from being the hottest thing in AEW too. Just okay, we're just gonna open Rampage. Yeah, and this—it's funny that it's been like eight weeks since Rampage has been on its normal time slot, and the show opened with the acclaim coming out doing a freestyle and ended with one of those big brawls. And Orange Cassidy was involved. This was a classic Rampage by the numbers tonight. Yeah, nothing has changed. Well, do you think? I, I don't know. Would it be um, a sign of trouble that they pre-taped it when usually the Double or Nothing weekends they would do Rampage Live as well? Yes, because they couldn't sell the tickets. There are similar positions. Yeah. For- well, even the yeah. setup for the T-Mobile Arena is a good 5,000 seats less than what they had it set up for last year. Last year they had it set up for like 13,000 seats and I think this year it's like for 9,000 something. WrestleTix on Twitter. Incredible people. Shout out yeah. to them. Yeah. Sigo siendo el mismo. Okay. Yo, my body has a song that starts like that. Yo sigo siendo el mismo. Yo no he cambiado. Yeah. Tengo lo mío sin tener que aparentar. Okay. No, I can do this song. This is, no. this is better than Rampage. <laughs> Joel Yednock. Great name. 999. Uh-oh. Saying, great run, Roman. It ends soon. When does it end, Glenn? When does it end? Joel, por favor. It ends in 2028. Yes, you, Glenn. Oh, Nunca. 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 Never, never, ever. I think because they made it to 1,000, I think it's going to at least WrestleMania unless we get Sammy versus Roman at SummerSlam. But even then, Roman will probably retain. Why would you have Sammy beat him at SummerSlam if you didn't do it at Montreal? That's ridiculous. They might do it tomorrow, so you can ask the same question there. Yes. It's not um, ending at SummerSlam. It's not ending at next WrestleMania. It's just yeah, it not ending. It's over. He, Roman Reigns is going to be buried with those titles. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he retires them. He'll probably get a singles. He'll get. They'll merge those belts into one belt between now and WrestleMania. Nope. He'll then he forge, carry both belts. He'll absorb them into his skin and it'll become a part of him because it's never leaving. Why will he absorb them into his skin? He doesn't even carry them. He has to name and carry them for him. If they really are going to just have him go around winning all these belts, which they won't, they should just make them rings. Instead of these belts, it should be like Infinity Stones that Roman Reigns has. <laughs> oh my God. That'd that would be. Be, be, be glove. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, actually. Uh, so the acclaim to Billy Gunn won this opening match. This was fine. Billy Gunn felt like he was the focus, and I love me some Billy Gunn. I'm a 90s kid, but like he should not be the focus of a hot tag team in 2023 that is a new thing that is like was the hottest thing AEW had for a while. Yeah. I'm going to make a weird comparison right now with the Acclaimed, and I'm going to tell you where the difference is. Like okay. with Enzo and Cass, they had their intro, but they also could go out there and do a promo and it would be really entertaining. They could do comedy. They could do more. But the acclaimed, it's that freestyle, man. It's the freestyle and the scissoring. Like, that's that's it. And I like the acclaimed a lot. But they really, this is AEW's fault for not evolving them and giving us just a few more. I like, I, I agree with you. While I don't think they do good promos, I did like when they were doing the music videos. Yeah. Those were good bread too. And butter. But they're not, but they're not even letting them do that anymore. Yeah. Nope. It's the weirdest thing because it, they're losing it. It's not like they were in trouble. It's not like anybody got hurt. 
it was just out of nowhere. And I like the ass boys or the gun club or what I like those guys. I love that they came out to many men a few weeks Yo, ago. Yo, a freaking classic. Guy. I know. Yeah. But I like to just have them at the time that they won those titles, they didn't need those titles, you know, um, no. not because they're so over, but like they're not ready for those titles. And it certainly wasn't time for the acclaim to drop those titles. And I don't even think FTR needed those titles. So there's no use for them doing what they did. And I think they kind of cannibalized both teams because the gun yeah. club isn't all that hot right now either. Yeah. Well, the guns were next with Ethan Page uh, versus Fresco Matic, Watson and Braxton. Who? Fresco Matic, Watson and Braxton. That's interesting. Idea. <laughs> this was okay. You know, it was a match. It was a rampage match. It's a good thing. Why can I remember it? It's a good thing that Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor because there's just, you know, so many breakout superstars in AEW that are also memorable that we needed an entire another roster to hold all these talents that we all know by name, household names. Everybody's talking about Frescomatic. <laughs> just too much talent in AEW. They needed, and that's a memorable name. And I don't know who the fuck that is. Frescomatic. It's fun to say too. Uh, it sounds like an AC brand, or maybe a fan. It does. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the Hardy's music hit, and Matt and oh, Jeff yeah. came out, and they're gonna team with Hook. Yeah. Speaking of people that have cooled off. I forgot oh. Hook was still the FTW champion. Like that's another one. They they is here's the thing with Hook. It was like a simple formula. You bring the guy out, he wins a quick match, he's over as hell. You build him up, you don't let him sell too much, but they just got away from that and took him off TV, and now he's ice cold for no reason. Send hook signs, tweets, and comments everywhere, all over the place, now gone forever. And the thing with Hook, he appeals to women, too. A lot of women love Hook, and that's something that you can get a young girls, woman audience, girls, which is something girls, girls, you can say that, too. But that's <laughs> what they need right now. Like, girls don't watch AEW. Just saying. <laughs> How old are these girls? I don't know, but no grown woman. I, listen. I've seen them at strip clubs, and those grown women seem like they're very much... Because <laughs> he's throwing, he's making it <laughs> rain, of course. If you pay, why not? No, I think, I think you got it on the house. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> AEW is going through a weird time right now with Collision launching, Rampage being sunsetted into heat. Like, it's just a very strange time. So, look, it will pick up when CM Punk comes back. He, he's yeah. like, he's fire. And fire is not a good or a bad thing. It's whatever you want it to be. In the wrong hands, fire <laughs> is a bad thing. So fire in the hands of somebody who wants light is a good thing. If you want to cook, you can cook with fire. If you're an arsonist, it's a bad thing. What, what are you fucking Donald Sutherland in backdraft? You're like, fire can be a powerful tool or a powerful yes. weapon. We must fire respect fire. If you um, watch Survivor, fire could yeah. like win you a million dollars. They have um, a fire-making challenge to make it to the finale. That could, Fire wins you a million dollars in Survivor. So I agree CM Punk coming back will be good. I think uh, it just needs Rampage needs AW needs a little soft reboot. Majestic Marie, $5 super chat saying if you get over on your own in AW, they have no idea what to do. If you aren't the elite John Moxley or Orange Cassidy. Oh, she's speaking and facts, bro. Absolutely right. I can't agree anymore. The fatal flaw, the Achilles heels of AEW is follow up is their ability to take something that's hot and, and build on it. They haven't really developed even mjf mjf has kind of been just kind of a linear guy yeah nobody's yeah. really built up into a character where you see their journey jay cargill is the same thing i love jay Cargill. she's my favorite restaurant she's phenomenal but they and she just wins matches and they have not told any real deep stories because they don't know how to jeff hardy looked good when he came out tonight i'll say that jeff hardy looked healthy yeah well hopefully i mean fool me once fool me twice fool me 87 times but we'll see uh, Britt Baker and Sheeta took on Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. This was a good match, but in the predictable spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not. I don't mind Marina Shafir. I think she's getting better. I think she stands out. I, mean, I think she might get hurt by that promo that she cut on Dark. But she's better than that. You <laughs> don't know. You don't. You don't know that. <laughs> Listen, it's legendary. It's legendary. People are still talking about it. 
it sticks. It's become a, a cult phenomenon. If you know, you know. When you refer it, people might know what you're talking about, you know? All-time classic promo. I've gone back and watched that to this day. Once in a while, I'll just, I'll just pop it in. It'll just show up on my feed. I'm like, okay, we're doing this today. <laughs> this match uh, was Maybe okay. she's extra inspired because Roddy's here now with her. Yeah, yeah. it's good to see. Uh, but Britt... And she'd have won. And then we saw the outcasts appear on the Titan Tron standing over Jamie Hayter, who they'd laid out. Yep. When you said outcast for a split second, I was thinking Andre 3000 and Big Boy. And I was That'd like, wait, on the show? <laughs> oh, man. That would have been incredible. We in Atlanta yeah, this week? <laughs> yes. I just told everyone, throw your hands in the air. Yeah, wave uh, like you just don't care. Man, that song still slaps. I've seen outcast live like five times. All on festivals and like corporate parties and weird things, but they're incredible. They're awesome. So good live. Tox Kazim four ninety nine saying, "Did Bobby censored in Triple H's cereal? I'm really worried about the Almighty status right now." Oh, Bobby yeah. Lashley. I mean, they're still keeping him. I mean, you could have met Bobby Fish. I mean, Bobby Fish, Bob, Bob, Bobby, Bobby Fish, Bobby Heenan, Bobby Hill. Like, did you not see Bobby point. Fish comment on the Elite's picture? Like, I think Matt Jackson posted uh, the picture of them under the ring, and Bobby Fish went in there and just posted commented something shitty. I'm like, please <laughs> get away from social media already. <laughs> Bobby Lashley will be okay. Bobby Fish might need his phone taken away from him. Yeah. I mean, last time we saw Bobby Lashley, he had a gash across his head. He might just yeah, be recovering he, from he's that. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, he he's really shouldn't okay. be. But they really should be taking their time and taking because he shouldn't have wrestled that second match. And so they're probably, oh. as a precautionary reason, just keeping him away for a little bit. Which I'm oh, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Boucher. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> That's not how Boucher is spelled, by the way. I think it's B O C H I E. Yeah. Uh, and that comment from Twitch talking about Cali. I know. God, Yellow Jackets last night was so nuts. I'm, I'm not still not recover it. from but, it. Yeah, if you guys have not watched finale. the season finale, go watch it. Yeah, before okay, it gets spoiled it. for you. Um, You're not crazy, ready. Crazy season. Um, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill, which I still can't get used to. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty took on the best friends and won. He looks like Kit Rock, a Kit Rock. Yes. <laughs> but they're like you, got in good shape you know what i mean like i don't know how to describe it it's weird. i'm torn on this he's had such a journey and i'm really proud of bill mm -hmm. and what he's gone through but i swear to god if he reunited with enzo right now in aw this would be massive i needed to make it happen just so glenn can be happy that's the only be, reason why i want this I'd, I'd be very happy with that as well they would be nuclear heels and that's what aew needs there's too many people where it's that fake heat that they don't really hate these people but remember when big bill first came back they had that tryout match yeah and they were chanting we want enzo no we don't and it was yeah. all this heat and the guy's not even here yet it would be it would be incredible it would be absolutely incredible and i think you give the put that in aew get CM Punk back like AEW just needs to move a few pieces strategically and I think they can get a lot of their their momentum back right now well, they'll have momentum it's just how long is it going to last and how is it going to end uh with with CM Punk with cousin Phil yeah he's doing a deal with the devil I don't know man after succession ends on Sunday we're going to need new stuff to speculate oh what's going to let's talk about that real quick who's going to who's taking over who's taking over I think it's cousin Greg man I posted online. I thought it was that dude for management training that Roman was impressed with in like season one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm intellectually promiscuous but culturally conservative. That guy. That'd be like, random, I think, but yeah. I think he should be the CEO of, of Raystar, uh, Roystar Waco. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Waystar Waco. Uh, so yeah, Succession. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's gonna be big. But no, look, this main event. I like Big Bill and Lee Moriarty getting the win. I thought that was good. I thought they both looked yeah. great in the match. I, lo I love anyone that can wrestle in action jeans because I think that's like kind of a badass brawler look. But when they had everyone come out and the schmas brawl at the end, like that's I'm how just, every AEW show so sick ends. Of that. I know normal. I'm so sick of that. That's what I'm saying. They opened with the acclaimed and they closed with Orange Cassidy and everybody coming out and getting some FaceTime in a brawl. Like, yeah. and there was a women's match halfway through the show. But to Alfred's point. That's the last thing they want you to see before the pay-per-view goes on to tell you about how well they're telling this Orange Cassidy as champion story. 
I think Tony Khan. I like, mean, not that anybody's really going to watch Rampage, but in their minds, this is the last image that you see before the pay per view. But Tony Khan isn't even—he's not even using OpenAI and ChatGPT to write these shows. He's using Madlib. Maybe he needs. He just, <laughs> he's just taking his old rundowns and just crossing out some names and filling in some other things. And... It's the same rundown every week, Rampage, <sighs> with just a few names changed. Maybe Chad Jimmy thinks what he needs, actually. I think so. Yeah. We should try to book a show on AEW. We should try to. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. See what it does. Oh, man. The possibilities. That'd be great. Shout out to Seyfed in the chat. I brought that up 15 minutes ago, but thank you for acknowledging (laughs) the Tribal Chiefs. Thousand days. So, big weekend. Night of Champions tomorrow from Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Sunday night. Head to head, double or nothing, and NXT Battleground. Wow, I'm excited for all of these shows. There's a matching every one of these shows I'm excited for. So, what are you guys looking forward to the most in double or nothing? Whatever the surprises are. Oh, I said whatever surprise they pull, they got to do some surprise. The anarchy in the arena match for me. What about Battleground? Tiffany Stratton becoming NXT Women's Champion. Yes. Braun Breaker spearing everything. Yeah, but he's not winning. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I think is going to happen. He's going to lose a match. He's going to lose his mind. He's going to spear everybody. Okay, so the okay. big question for tomorrow in Saudi Arabia. Wait, you're still in my thunder. I was asking the question. Here. But hold on, I got the biggest question for all okay. of professional wrestling this weekend. Okay. Mustafa Ali or Walter or Gunther? Gunther or Mustafa Ali? Who leaves Saudi Arabia? Gunther, obviously. Gunther inside th- three minutes, but you never know. Maybe they're setting something up. I mean, they are in Saudi Arabia. They might be setting up a big upset to where. Man, you see that vlog they did with Sammy and Ali um, traveling in, in Saudi Arabia. It was very emotional. I oh, thought, go to the WWE out. show. And yeah, they got to go to this Muslim re- religious place. I don't know, you know, the name of it, but it was it was an awesome. Was it actually it was Mecca? great to see. That was actually. I don't know the name. Yeah. I would it was not just have really, really good to see. I wouldn't have a problem with Mustafa Ali winning this match. I mean, yeah, Gunther's been champion for a year and they got it. But how many long reigns do we have? We can end one of them and it could be a big shocking thing. It doesn't always have to build up okay. to the right guy at the right place at the right time. I mean, in Saudi Arabia, it could be a very special moment. They haven't done a great job with Mustafa Ali, but I would not have a problem if he won that match. Good for Mustafa. Though, they man. haven't done a great job at capitalizing on big moments. I mean, yeah. you yeah. just saw it in Puerto Rico with Io Shirai or even Selena Vega, and they still just kind of like went in the course instead of really creating a special moment. So I don't trust them to do this for Ali. I think Gunther wins. But be- what match are you most excited for Night of Champions? Or what are you the most excited about Night of Champions? Cody Rhodes beating Brock Lesnar with a broken <laughs> freaking arm. Well, let's go. Roman, let's go, Cody. Roman four belts. You go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think Roman and Solo versus Kevin and Sammy is going to be like that's going to be an unpredictable. Fun it's going to be a uh, freaking novella. It's going to be a soap opera. It's going to be yeah. cinematic. Like things are going to go down in this match. It's going to be emotional roller coaster. I can't wait. Good on okay. WWE because this is another bloodline match where you're excited for the match, but you're also excited for the epilogue or the aftermath or how it ends and what happens with the Usos. They're very good at might that. be, yeah, it might be the only story that they're like really putting effort in, into right now, but man, they're doing a good job. I mean, they squeezed this bloodline for years now. It's great. Mm-hmm. So Bear Hudson five dollar super chat wants to know should Sabu be allowed at the AEW pay-per-view based on his use of the N-word? Should he not be allowed well. at the AEW pay-per-view? Doing so would tell him a lot about AEW. And he like tripled down on that, did not apologize. Not like this is something no. that he's atoned for or anything. This is he said it and it was it was in context. Like it's a very weird thing. This is I know it was 2011, but it was kind of swept under the rug in terms of Tony. And this is what I've been saying all the time about Tony Khan and AEW. It's like it's a selective outrage where they'll pick and choose the race they don't like. You know, right, you know, right. I saw you're to be in here ever again. But if it's Sabu and it's the right place, okay, he can he can get in here. I saw somebody bring up other occasions where somebody has done a lot less and they're like, oh, we would not tolerate this. And then there's somebody else that they just be like, oh, it's okay. It's a double standard. But that's how it works in all of yeah. corporate America. You know, that's just the way that it is. I, di- I didn't need him in the mm. story. I did not need him. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. we'll see where it goes. 
given how they built this feud up, like there's been no mention of the ECW, no mention of anything That's, like that. Yeah. And, and it was just like, I, I just didn't feel it was necessary. I didn't, like, he came on, I was like, this doesn't add anything to the story. You did a good job with the beatdown of Britt Baker. Then they had him and Roddy had that false count everywhere match that Cole helped him win. Like, you didn't need to add any layers to this and whatever. No, I get it. Um, Calvin, $5 saying, Gunther leaves with the title, but Ali gets over in defeat. I hope. I hope if this this could be one of those matches where they build a bunch of hope spots and people get into Ali and they believe that he might win this match. They can do something really special here. Well, Ali's going to have a reaction that he's been missing and needing, and that's going to be fun to see. I mean, he had a great reaction at the press conference today. I love that yeah. for him. Sammy saying to the reception, I love that Kevin Owens came out first and he said, no, this isn't about me. Let's let's, let's bring out the guy these people have been waiting years to see. Like, it was such a cute moment. I'm, I'm happy. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, tune into Wrestling Inc. for coverage of all of it as it happens. Yeah. Check Big out weekend, everybody. Alfred's latest stuff on pro wrestling bits. Issa is going to be doing some rundowns, some recaps, some watch alongs yeah. this weekend. All of it. Well of it. It's going to be great. Yes. Um, cool. Have a great holiday weekend, everybody. And we'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Yeah.